0: It's March 20th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. What an absolutely crazy week it's been. Uh, It's been a little over a week since we recorded the last rundown, and I tell you, it's just crazy to see where we are at um, as a nation, as a state, and as entire world. Uh, I'm glad you guys could join us this week. It's a little different. We usually drop these every Friday morning, but it is Friday morning, and I am recording this remotely with Apostoli uh we as you know if you are a repeat listener of our weekly rundown we use this to talk about what's going on in the milwaukee running scene we talk about what's happening with upcoming races we talk about relevant topics and as always i'm joined by my good friend producer of the show and co-host of the weekly rundown apostoli
1: thank you typically six feet away but now we're about 20 miles away
0: if we yeah about 20 miles away social
1: distancing at its best
0: social so, social distancing puts us online so this is our first remote recording of the show ever so far to this day all our weekly rundowns have been in studio together and all our guests have been recorded in our studio but with everything that's happening with the coronavirus we are moving everything to remote recordings right now so we usually have these out friday mornings but instead it is friday morning and we're recording this so yeah that's what it
1: is (laughs) at least we're not giving up right
0: i also would have to say this is our first uh morning recording session usually we record these in the evenings
1: during the week leading up to the show well we, we will say this this is the first time that we record and release in the morning uh because we have also, we, we already did a recording in the morning. The, our first test, test uh, recording, or if you remember, was was in the morning. The first time we got together to try this out was in the was in the AM, and we didn't even have chairs at that point. We were standing and talking into these mics. Um, Back, so that so, never saw. Yeah, we launched never this. Never saw podcast, the light of day.
0: The we the Cream City Pacers launched on four fourteen nineteen. Some, on Milwaukee Day but we I think we recorded our first test episode as Apostoli is talking about back in like October of like 2018 I came over one morning to a studio uh, which had nothing in it at the time and we just stood there and hit record it and attempted to do an episode <laughs> and after we hit stop we were like this is a bad idea <laughs>
1: <laughs> well it's because I was the guest and you were trying to ask me questions, and it—it was—I was not going to be an official guest, but I wasn't doing too greatly. So then we brought on Patrick, yeah, I and think... Patrick, Patrick did a fantastic job and kicked it off quite well.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we stuck with it, and now here we are, a bunch of good episodes later, a weekly rundown, and now we're remote
1: anyways speaking we have Patrick speaking of Patrick what what's happening with Patrick and OMG yeah. uh, Milwaukee running group this S- this week
0: yeah let's get into let's get into this we just had a lot of pointless banter up to this point so since last week it's been literally a week ago is when things started shutting down schools uh, started being canceled people started working from home people were going crazy stocking up on all the toilet paper they could that every store was literally out of it still still may be out of it i haven't been to the store all week so i don't know but you know patrick is a good friend of ours he was guest number one on the podcast and is the reason why avastoli and i run because we found the milwaukee running group and it's been so interesting talking to Patrick since last Friday to ran with him over the weekend and then this week of just like, hey, how do we handle this? Do we, are we still able to do group, group runs? Do we need to cancel all events? What is it? And it was a slow progression of, hey, we're going to cancel all you know, social activities, so no hanging out after runs or before runs, no going out for beers or Monday meal, uh, no track workouts or pl- indoor plyos. Uh, to right, trying to social distance ourselves, which ended up being a few days ago just canceling everything altogether. Right. So it's been and pretty the, the crazy. Pro-
1: the progression has been quite great Every day, I mean, I'll speak from a standpoint of a business too with Mimosa, um, our sponsor uh, for the time being. <laughs> Our sponsor. <laughs> well, you are well, the sponsor. Are, we, are we are we able shot. to be sponsored you... by a company that is uh, on hold or that's that may be not open uh, if the government mandates it but anyway what i what I was trying to say is that every every day it was just more and more news of what is gonna happen, and that uncertainty has just kept everybody at their toes. And because there's so much going on, it feels like time has slowed down uh, quite quite a bit. I mean, do you believe that it's only been a week since last a week that we re- released the, our episode and things were not happening at that moment yet? It was just the NBA was canceled, and you know it was just declared a pandemic, and now it's the whole California state of California is everybody's on lockdown so um time is moving by slowly and people are already starting to get bored but um what we're we trying to get with this is not everybody's very confused everybody needs answers do we run outside do we what do we do what do you know then i'm sorry if I'm jumping from subject to subject, but that's everybody's brain right now. We don't know what to hold on to right now. Yeah, that's everyone's brain
0: right now. It almost feels like every day is a week. There is so much news and so much like external pressure and scrolling on social media because there's so much you know, uncertainty and then there's an answer and then there's a statement from the president and then there's all this stuff that when you look back, it's crazy that it's only been a week. But it's also crazy that just like two days ago, Milwaukee announced like no dining at restaurants. That seems like that was two two weeks ago, and that was literally two days ago. So even just watching you and your business try to navigate this, and businesses in general. I mean, you know, I, where I work, a lot of our clients just how they handle are handling this situation. You know, trying to figure it out. No one has an answer. No, there is no perfect answer for everything. I think the best thing we can do is is social distancing, which. People, please take seriously. I know <clears throat> I'm younger, Apostoli. You're younger. A lot of people listening to this are younger. We can be carrying this, and it's important to social distance because if we're out and about, um, whatever that may be, and we're could be spreading this, it's um, we don't really want to be the cause of that. So come back to like running. I mean, we've basically been isolating ourselves, running. Outs. We've been running outside still, but it's just been the family and. You know, there's actually been a quite a good amount of people out on out on the trails and walking because it seems like the only thing that can keep any of us sane is to go do that right now. So I've seen a lot of walkers, a lot more walkers than normal. The bikes have been out, which the weather has kind of called for at the last week and uh, a lot more people running, especially with gym shutting down. I think that really started taking into effect like the last two days, gyms, Are shutting down people uh more people out on the road and what's really been interesting is either people are kind of when you run by them are either like don't look at me like we're supposed to be quarantined don't look at me kind of thing right or people are like i haven't talked to anyone in three days and are like super excited and are like hello hello how are you and uh so like just the quick reaction from people running by um or walking by has just been quite a bit different because everyone you can just tell is handling it in their own ways this
1: is gonna play out quite interestingly it's gonna show us what we're uh you know what we're made of and it's such a new experience for everybody in our lifetimes at least you know and there's not many people that were still alive in 1918 with the spanish flu but even back then and in every a uh, big outbreak and epidemic in the uh, human history, you know, you, you can go all the way back to the, um, uh, to the epidemic during the Roman empire that, you know, killed something like 20 million people, uh, in a matter of 15 years, uh, it's, and you look at every other, the bu- bubonic plague, the thing that separates us right now is that we have a lot of knowledge. And we have a lot of uh, education through social media, through you know all these um, all these outlets, uh, and also the fact that that science has advanced itself to the point where we know what germs are, we know what how they travel. Uh, back in 1919, not sure if that was you know prevalent knowledge. I I don't remember when when was that discovery that you know bacteria transfers. Uh, through, by not washing hands properly, Uh, where was it where they discovered it at a hospital that doctors were not washing their hands properly uh, between treating some patients with some diseases and then uh, going to uh, give labor, help uh, pregnant uh, women give labor, and then children were dying. So that's when they discovered, I think that was after 1918, Uh, so we have all this knowledge and what i'm trying to get to is that it's going to separate us quite a bit it's it's going to be a while before we can handshake with somebody it's it's not really we're not really understanding it yet but there's going to be a moment and i already get pretty moved uh and goosebumps when i think about it but there's going to be a moment in in the future hopefully it's not too long from now when we're going to start shaking hands again and it's going to feel extremely extremely warm, and we're gonna start appreciating that touch that we have not um we, that we have not felt uh in a in a long time between us hugs kisses you know I come from a country where you know you you anybody you meet you kiss them two times on the cheek, so we're gonna see how it's gonna play out and and what you said about people already are not looking even looking at each other uh, because they want to avoid the chance that there might be contact Uh,
0: or even that's interesting. Contact, contact, right. But even like, is there like a little bit of shame? Like, should should we be, should I be out doing this? Is this the best thing? You know? So I think there's just a lot, a lot of emotions going through everyone right now. Right. Like, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people are working from home. A lot of people are self-isolating. And then there's people who are still going about their business as normal, who have to go to work or have to go do things. And um, so I think everyone's just riding a completely different wave of emotions. And what I – I don't know why I find this really interesting. But growing up, I always heard like my great-grandparents, you know, they, they're back from – you know the depression early 20s and how i hear stories of my mom always saying yeah we'd go to eat and my great grandma would all or you my great grandma right her grandma would always take like all the salt and sugar off the table because you know it's that's that was kind of the mentality that they were living through that they grew up in and then it came to y2k and my grandpa i laughed i remember going to his house and everything was stocked he had a million soups toilet paper everywhere like he was ready hunker down and be stuck at home because of Y2K and laughed at all of those things. Cause those are hilarious. And it, it's going to be interesting to see if this lasts for a long time. And like this starts getting serious with, you know, supplies of essential essentials and how it lasts. If this does go on for months and months, how it's going to be for us when we're older, if we're going to, if our kids and grandkids are going to be um, thinking, Not in an insensitive way, but they're like hoarders, right? So, I don't know. Random rant, but it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound like this is going to... We're not going to forget about this easily. and I mean, for sure, ourselves, we're not going to forget about this. I just surely do hope that our children, my children... That I don't have, I don't have yet. Will not know about this, because everybody knows about the Spanish flu, right? Everybody, the the Spanish flu of 1918. It's a thing. People talk about it. Um, I just surely hope that this will go away easily enough, um, without the numbers that we're seeing right now climbing and climbing, so that nobody remembers except for the ones that lived it. So, hashtag forget. Oh now we're throwing
0: out hashtags. Interesting.
1: Yeah. That might like be... never forget. You know how we say never forget about 9-11, all that? So hopefully it's hashtag forget. Hopefully it stops soon. Hashtag right. forget. But it won't.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's been crazy. So I hope you guys, um, everyone listening, you guys are able to still get some exercise in and find different ways. I know a lot of <clears throat> local gyms and like November Project, for example, are doing things. Um, through like Facebook Live, Instagram Live, or our giving, sending videos with workouts to follow. So it's cool that we are so connected. We always talk about being too connected and being addicted to our phones and right, there's a lot of bad side to it, but we're in an era where technology like that can help us stay connected when we're supposed to be in a situation of social distancing, right? So if everyone can go live from their living rooms and do a workout together, that's that's awesome. That's incredible. Or if gyms are able to provide workouts and members can take photos and share, you know, in group forums that hey, this is what I'm up to. And I think that's that definitely helps in a time like this, especially when we're stuck at home. And you know, if it's just you in your apartment, it gives you just gives you more contact with people without um, just aimlessly scrolling and losing your mind.
1: Yeah, Orange Orange Theory is doing that too, right? Most most gyms are taking advantage over the time and yeah, uh,
0: I know. But F forty five is a, a gym um, that we work w- that I work with, and also you know have gone to, and it's great. And just watching them, how strong their community is. You know, they're sending out videos, and everyone's sending videos back, and they're being reposted on Instagram story. It's uh, it, that is a cool way to stay connected and to use each other as support Uh, yeah doing this remote is fun but when you get a notification it stops you in your
1: tracks
0: (laughs) Mm. Uh, anyways
1: turn off notifications
0: turn off notifications which we talked about before this so you know there's a lot of articles on what to be doing and Obviously, you guys, wash your hands, wash your hands, sneeze into your shirt. Do you know
1: why, though? People don't know why they should wash their hands. I feel like that's not being said enough. Say and it. it this, this type of virus, not all viruses, but this type of virus has a membrane made out of fat. And what kills fat is soap. Soap is one of the biggest enemies of, of fat, right? It, it binds with it and, and it, it dilutes it. So... Th- In this case, for this virus, washing hands is super, super important. There's some bacteria, for example, that you have to kill with hot water. Uh, They're not even saying wash your hands with hot water uh, and soap. It's soap is the biggest one of the biggest enemies of this uh, of this virus. So I even when I get home I wash my face with a lot of soap and and my hands very very often while I'm outside. Uh hand sanitizer does help, they say, but uh it's not a substitute, right, for for washing your hands. Uh but but most of all just Yeah, you know that's, inter- stay, s- wait, stay, that's stay, interesting. Stay 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 clear of people, man. Yeah.
0: S- stay clear of people. Also what's interesting is like the washing your hands thing. Obviously you should wash your hands, but like properly wash your hands for 30 to, you know, uh-huh. what is it, the 20 to 30 seconds. You, you see the video, well, you see the the graphs at restaurants or in, you know, a bathroom that's like, if you're an employee, follow these steps. And no one ever reads them, right? I just wash my hands for 10 seconds and, and leave, right? Uh, but there's all these memes going around with that graph, you know, because it's like a eight-step process and people are putting different song lyrics to it. And then, it's becoming memeable and all these like big meme accounts are sharing it. And what's funny is, is a, it's funny, but two, it's like actually bringing to light to the younger generation, how to wash your hands, which is hilarious. Like that's how the government should be using all their campaigns in a way like that. Do you know what I'm uh, saying?
1: Have you seen those? Yes, I have. Can I say something that is a little bit disheartening? Uh, I can't since stop this you. Whole, since this, because we're remote. Can. You you're never, you're, we're can. remote. I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> since this whole thing started, uh, we've been going through more soap than usual for our customers, right? We have two different kinds of soap. We have a different soap for the kitchen and our staff, and then we have a different one for, for customers. We've been going through more soap, even though business has. Been just a little bit diminished right before we actually closed down for to goes and takeouts. So, my question is were people washing their hands before? Because there's, or were they going inside and going to the bathroom and washing their hands more often? I have a fear that people were not washing hands as much as before. But anyway. Here's my take on that people who don't wash their hands
0: don't wash their hands, and those are gross people. I don't think they're washing their hands anymore. I think it's people who already wash their hands. You have a clear sense of hygiene and understanding that now it's like, right, I wash my hands. But if I'm going to Mimosa, let's say, for breakfast, I probably will just walk in and eat breakfast. And if I went to the bathroom, I would wash my hands. People are now probably walking in, washing their hands, eating, washing their hands, bathroom, washing their hands, and leaving.
1: Yes, yes, you do see that. And I mean, we took... Extreme measures of how to sanitize tables, screens, anything that customer touches, handles. How we greet each other. I mean, we put a Facebook uh, Facebook video uh, out there, a little montage of the things that we added to our routine, and it's uh, it was appreciated. But again, no matter what you do, this thing is airborne. It is. I'm, I'm I'm glad as a business. I'm not happy that we're you know we're shut down you know from a money perspective i am extremely happy that they told us to do that because people were not taking it seriously uh and you know that's the message i want to give out we can we can say all we want that people are i'm not seeing much leadership like a central figure that that is telling people what to do and not mandating not suggesting it i'm talking about like forcing it i'm i'm looking at you look at italy i'm i'm getting political maybe here uh i'm not saying specific names of who is in charge and i'm not going to judge anybody because this is a very hard time however i will say this you look at italy italy right now has more deaths than china which is insane. China is a country of 2 billion almost. We're talking about Italy that has 60 million people. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 it's skyrocketing. It keeps going. You look at a place like Italy and then you look at a place like Greece and you look at the statistics of Greece and they are flattening the curve. How? Their president, their prime minister, not president, their prime minister is coming out every single day And goes on TV and explains to the people what they need to do. Explains to them why they need to stay inside. Explains to them that uh, we need you to stay inside, not because only because of this coronavirus. If you are young and you have the coronavirus, uh, uh, you'll be fine. But I'm not even concerned at this point, he says, about you getting the coronavirus because you will be fine. I'm concerned about you giving it to somebody else. But I'm also concerned about you... Being out there with your motorcycle, you get in an accident, now you go to the hospital, guess what? There are no beds. You cannot get the care that you need. So you need to stay inside for many, many, many reasons. If you look at the numbers of Greece right now, you look at the map, it's one of the safest countries. They stop travel, where they're going in and going out. I'm actually happy that my dad, I, I actually he was supposed to come back on the 25th and I booked him an early flight. I said, you're coming back right now. I don't know what's going to happen in a few days. And he just got back three days, two days ago. Um, they took measures and that's not what I'm seeing right now. I, I, we need to have a centralized like figure that says this one needs to happen. California did it. Ohio's doing great. Wisconsin is trying, but we need to see more leadership from... from uh, you know, from, from Washington that I'm not sure how, what it's going to look like and it's going to suck, but the way we're treating it is not really working because I'll tell you what, I, from a business perspective, I have a friend in, in here in that, that owns a bar down the street from us, very busy bar. He's been around for 15 years. He told me, Alex, believe it or not, Monday was one of his busiest Mondays ever.
0: Yeah, you told me Not, that that's that it, people don't it, get
1: it. People don't people don't get it. and we're talking about a corner bar where people are congested inside. I mean, if you're busy in there, everybody's a, right on top of each other. It's a bar. It's a it's a small little corner bar. Uh, same thing at Mimosa. I kept seeing people come in in hordes this past weekend, which I appreciate immensely because it's a it's a welcome push financially right before this this shutdown, but as a, as a human being and somebody that that is concerned about our well-being, I, I was just saying, I wish somebody will come from the government and say, you got to shut down because people are not getting it. I'm driving down the street and I'm seeing people still out there. I don't know where these people are going. Most people are working from home. Restaurants are closed. What are these people doing out there? Are they shopping for toilet paper? Sure. Okay, whatever. But people need to take this seriously. And I know this is a running podcast, but I'm, I'm expressing i think we have a responsibility to, to to urge people to to do these things even more and just isolate 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 uh, i have people already that i know that are having symptoms and they just you know they're having symptoms today but yesterday and today uh, a couple of days ago they were still going out and doing things with their friends and whatnot they were contagious at that time. So the worst thing about this 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 virus right now is it's invisible. It, it's it's invisible. In, invisible. We don't know if it. Um, you know, we we don't know how it works a hundred percent. Uh, you know how it transfers. Like we don't know what helps it. I mean, we're, we're getting close to knowing, but uh, we it's invisible. You can't see it. It's invisible because you could have symptom. You could have, you could be contagious before you have symptoms. Uh, and the biggest invisibility cloak that this virus has right now, Alex, is that we have not seen it around us and it's invisible to us. It's like, Oh, this, this is a problem somewhere else. We haven't really seen anybody or we haven't heard of anybody that has had it or that has, um, you know, possibly had big trouble with it. So, um, and we do not have to get to that point in order to do something we don't have to for it to become relevant to us in order for us to stop it now okay rant 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 is over
0: that was good that was good thanks for sharing that that's needed and i agree with so do we run out
1: do we run outside do we run outside what do you what's the what's the deal? What's the verdict? Yeah the verdict. Oh, we're out in fresh air we're out in fresh
0: air. So as long as you're not in contact with people or things at the moment running outside, I would fully support Just get out fresh air is good for you right now as long as we can get out and do it do it. Um, you know if you have a treadmill at home and a workout station and you f- feel comfortable there stay there. I would say the other thing um, and we can wrap this up is you know all these races are canceled <clears throat> for the foreseeable future. Uh, from the Milwaukee Marathon to Shore Half Marathon to every 5k in between there, right, is is canceled. Boston's canceled, London's canceled, even the big races. So I think for everyone who's been training, you know, you guys, that's awesome that you've been training through the winter. It's a lot of work. You guys are in good shape. Um, Don't get, you know, upset about this and frustrated that you know all this training is going down the drain because it definitely has not and it won't so let's hopefully this gets back on track and we can get some end of summer fall races going so keep your base going you don't need to continue to continue to train as hard as you are, right? You can take a step back, keep your mileage up, uh stay healthy and then when your training cycle starts up again for that next race, you have an insane base to just hammer it and hopefully perform even better than you would during your race that's canceled. So, keep it up, stay positive. Go listen to last week's weekly rundown if you haven't about mindfulness and meditation and running because I think that is very relevant and can help a lot of us.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, if you if you like the subject of mindfulness, also do check out uh, another podcast now that you have time. Uh, Tim Ferriss had Jack Kornfield on, who's a big leader in mindfulness and meditation, just a week ago in regards to coronavirus. So. Uh, How do you deal with coronavirus uh, through mindfulness? So use all of that stuff. And and another thing is, Alex, you touched up on how to train right now. Uh, Yeah, maybe it's not, even if you are, maybe you have a certain goal. Maybe you want to run certain miles. Maybe your goal is not a race, right? Maybe you have different goals uh, that are not being affected right now by this outbreak. And you're still able to train hard. One thing about training hard—I'm not sure about everybody else—but anytime I do a very long run and I come back, my body feels very inflamed. I feel like I'm about to to get sick. I feel like I'm about to uh, get a fever. Maybe that's not a great thing for you know what's happening right now. Maybe your body becomes more vulnerable. So if you already have become uh, come in contact with uh, coronavirus, maybe your body is uh, better, well off to fight it when you're not. Uh, extremely uh, trained and tired. So maybe it's time to just do more easy workouts right now. I'm not a doctor. I'm not playing one right now. Uh, For your sake, do consult with your uh, physician, uh, but uh, do your research. However, you know, uh, be careful out there.
0: Yeah. So going off of that, I found this interesting article someone posted in one of the running groups um, that basically has this 60, 60, 60 rule. Um, Because what you said, when you come back from a long run, you're, you know, you're tired, you feel, uh, you know, just worn out. And what some tests have shown is that after marathons, people who have had high mileage training weeks, you know, their white blood cells are depleted. So they're most susceptible to getting sick in like the 24 to 72 hours after a race so we can link this article but basically it's a 60 60 60 rule run less than 60 miles a week most of your run should be at low intensity so 60 percent of your max vo2 and then most of your workout should be less than 60 minutes so the 60 miles a week a lot of you probably don't have to worry about that, like myself. But if you do, you guys might want to monitor that. And then the other two. So just make sure, you know, a lot of your runs are low intensity and then keep most of them under 60 minutes. I'm not a doctor. i always not a doctor. This is just an article we read. So take it for what it is. You can read it. Do your own research. Consult your physician on what should be happening but stay healthy everyone keep working out keep social distancing and we'll stay in this together until next week keep on running